So the big question is this, how do you lose all the weight that you want and actually keep it off for the rest of your life while trying to make sense of all the noise that comes from the weight loss industry? That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. G'day guys and welcome to the next episode of the Weight Loss Secrets Podcast. My name's Baron Grant and I'm wrapped to be with you for another day, another tip, another idea, something that's going to be able to help you make changes in your life so you can lose all the weight that you want and keep it off for good this time, forever. No more putting it back on. Play in a healthy weight range forever. That's what we want. That's what I want you to do and I'm sure that's what you want to achieve in your own life as well. Now today, I'm going to talk about a topic that is I don't know if I'd call it controversial, I'd call it sensitive. It's a sensitive topic, particularly for people who live in Victoria, because Victoria is the capital, I would say, of coffee drinkers in Australia, if not the world. So lots of coffee drinkers here. But I wanna talk about why coffee is really unhelpful for you when you're trying to lose weight. So if you're a coffee drinker, hang on to your hats, don't get offended, stick with me, um, because if you tune out too early, you won't hear the reasons and it won't make too much sense. But Contrary to popular belief, coffee is actually quite unhelpful for you when you're trying to lose weight. Many, many people will tell you that it's great. It's a stimulant. It gets your body firing. It gets your metabolism working, all this sort of stuff. And that all may be true, but so what? The three reasons that I'm going to talk through today of why it's unhelpful, they, they knock those out of the park a little bit. And so there's good stuff in lots of things in life, but it doesn't mean you should have them. And you can see good aspects of many things, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't avoid them. So if you want to lose weight and make long-term changes, coffee is getting in your way. And here are my three reasons why. Number one, it's habitual. So there's no real proper nutritional value in coffee. Don't be fooled by people who say it's great antioxidants and da-da-da-da-da. You can get all the antioxidants you need out of healthy food. You don't need to be drinking coffee. It's no good at all. And when people say that sort of stuff, it's really just like putting lipstick on a pig. It's just justification for why they should drink it so much. That's all. Um, so it's just, it, it's habitual. And the problem with coffee being habitual is that you're not in control of what you're putting in your mouth because your body says, I want, and you go, okay, as opposed to, no, that's not the right type of fuel I need. I'm not going to put it in. And we know it's habitual when people say things like this. I can't start the day without a coffee. I have to have a coffee. Not I want to have a coffee, which is the honest truth. I have to have a coffee. That's not the honest truth. Nobody needs a coffee. Everybody wants a coffee, but the problem is we create a dependency in our brain about anything in life. And coffee is one of those things that's really habitual. So if you're having coffee at 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., or a mix of any of those, it's because it's a habit. And if you want to lose weight, you can't habitually put things in your mouth. It doesn't matter whether it's a glass of wine in the evening, every evening, or it's a cup of coffee, or it's a cup of tea, or it's certain foods. If you habitually put this stuff in that's not super helpful or healthy for your body, then you're out of control in the sense, and I don't mean out of control, crazy out of control. I mean, you're not controlling what's going into your mouth. And when you don't control what goes into your mouth, you can't win on this game because mindless consumption of food will get you in a place where you're not, not healthy at all. So breaking the habit of coffee is really, really important. 
We can't habitually put anything in our mouths. And we, we, I've, I've spoken about before, we eat when we're hungry, we eat when we're grumpy, when we're frustrated, when we're sad, when we're happy, when we're feeling depressed, when we're feeling elated. We eat for so many different reasons. And one of those is habitual. And so we've got to try and change that. So we put fuel, good fuel into our bodies. Coffee, you can't count coffee as a good fuel. It's just a thing. And so we want to stop being habitual. We can't allow our body to dictate what goes in. We need to get our mind to dictate what goes into our body with good common sense as opposed to desires. If we just desire something, it doesn't mean that we should have it. If I, if I just went with all my desires all the time, I would have Milo 10 times a day. I like eating Milo, right? And I don't think I'm on my own. And that's a, that's a good Aussie tradition as well. But I just can't have it all the time. I can't have it in the house all the time. Otherwise, I will jump into it. So if, I, if it's not here, I don't have to have it so much. I have it occasionally, but I don't need to have it very much. So you've got to f- break that habit. That's really important. You can't be having coffee three or four times a day because it's habitual and you're not controlling what goes in your mouth. If you want long-term success on weight loss and weight management afterwards, you've got to control what's going into your mouth. You've got to mindfully eat, not mindlessly eat. Okay. Number two, number two is coffee plays with your energy levels. And this is my favorite. So the the big challenge with coffee is when you have a coffee, it's a stimulant, right? So it gets a kick. The caffeine gives you a kick and you're up. With every up always comes down because you can't stay at that, that stimulant level. And we know that people don't because they need another one and you can't keep going up. That doesn't happen. So you always have a down after you have an up with a coffee. The problem with that is when you have a down, your body wants another up because you've created this wave of, of energy happening in your body. It might even be a point because it could drop down pretty quick. But what, is, what sort of food is your body going to crave when you're in a situation where you are low on energy? I promise you it will crave carbohydrates and sugar. Why? Because carbohydrates and sugar are easy for your body to access from an energy perspective. That glucose is easy for your body to access. Um, hence the reason, you know, when runners are towards the end of a race, they'll, they'll have a hit of that type of glucose type of stuff to give them more energy to keep going. It's just there. It's ready. It's available. Your body doesn't have to go through other processes to create energy. It's there from the food you put in your mouth. So your body's going to crave more carbohydrates and sugar when you're low on energy. So it's better not to go up and down all the time. It's better to have a constant energy throughout the day. Therefore, your body is less likely to crave more carbohydrates and more sugar than what it currently is. So not only is coffee habitual, but it plays with your energy way too much. And when it plays with your energy, your body's gonna crave more carbs. I don't know about you, but if you're on, most people, me, if I was on a weight loss, if I was on a weight loss journey, I don't wanna be craving carbs. When I talk to people all day, every day, um, about you know them starting a weight loss journey and what they've struggled with in the past, most of it is that they, crave carbohydrates, they get hungry, they struggle because they're like, I'm not eating enough food or whatever, and energy levels are up and down. When your energy levels are up and down, you're gonna keep eating more carbohydrates. So you wanna avoid that on the, on the weight loss journey. You don't wanna be craving, that makes the whole process way, way harder. So that's number two. Number three is that coffee messes with your adrenal glands. Now your adrenal glands are glands that produce several hormones for our bodies. When we drink coffee, 
um, it overstimulates those adrenal glands. And when you overstimulate those adrenal glands, it can increase the cortisol that's in your body. Now, that itself is a weight loss inhibitor, right? So that can slow your weight loss down when you have increased levels of cortisol in your body. And increased levels of cortisol in your body can lead to other issues like insulin resistance and other things like that. So that it also slows your weight loss down. So all of that stuff is really unhelpful when you're trying to lose weight. So for me, why don't we take care of those adrenal glands? And we know that we've got some adrenal gland issues if we're having like, um, some of the symptoms might be high blood pressure, um, high blood sugars, you know, acne, skin irritations, moodiness, tiredness, you know, feelings of depression. All of that stuff can come from um, adrenal glands that aren't functioning overly well. So why would we wanna put things in there, into our bodies that are gonna cause more issues for those glands and then be a weight loss inhibitor? So for me, it's not so much about the calories that are in the coffee. That's not the problem. I mean, when you're talking about black coffee, you're not really talking about any calories, but when you're talking about other types of coffee, obviously there's you know, more calories in it with the milk and the sugar and all that sort of stuff. But even with that, that doesn't bother me so much. These are the three things that bother me the most. There's other issues as well with coffee, but these three things are the killers. So it's habitual, that's the psychological component of this process. If you don't change that, if you don't stop eating food habitually, you'll never win this game. So you've got to, they're the processes that have to change in your head, in, in everyone's head. The second thing um, was that it plays with the energy levels too much and so you're up and down like a yo-yo. I promise you this, if you stop drinking coffee and therefore stop having so many carbohydrates and stuff as well, you will feel more energy consistently throughout the day than having up and down yo-yos all the time throughout the day with your energy levels. And the third thing, it messes with your adrenal glands. So why would we want to mess with it? Let's just put good nutrients in our body. When we fuel our body with good nutrients, we'll get good output. When we put crap fuel into our bodies, no matter how we disguise it, no matter how we dress it up, no matter whether it's social or it's not, or we need it for this or we need it for that, we can justify our way out of anything and we'll still get a crappy result. Um, if we put crap stuff into our bodies, our bodies don't respond well, it causes other issues, and with coffee, it's gonna slow your weight loss down. So I would recommend stay away from coffee while you're trying to lose weight. Now, I'm not saying that you should never have a coffee again. Please don't misunderstand me at all, I'm not saying that. What I mean, I wouldn't encourage you, I don't think it's any good for you anyway, but I'm not saying you can never have a coffee again. I'll give you an example. I had a lady back on the program, she was a ripper lady, and she, at the start of the program, she was eating, eating, drinking, um, eight to 10 coffees a day, no exaggeration. That's where she was at. And when she stopped drinking coffee right at the start of the program, I think she wanted to kill me because for about two or three days, she had the meanest of headaches she've ever had in her life. <laughs> so she was not a happy camper with me in any way, shape or form, uh, but she stuck to the process. She lost a bunch of weight. She must have been in the 80 kilo, 81, 82 kilos and she got down to, I think she lost 12 or 13 kilos on the process um, in nine weeks. So she did really well. Uh, but then the thing that changed was she stopped becoming a slave to the coffee. She's having a coffee at 7 a.m., at 9 a.m., at 11 a.m., at 1 p.m. You know, she, to get 10 in, you've got to have it pretty frequently. She changed from doing that to having it once every couple of days. No problem. It's great. But she wasn't a slave to it. It wasn't controlling her thoughts. It wasn't controlling her day. It wasn't, she was not a, not a slave to the coffee anymore. She was in control. And that was super empowering for her in her life. So if you feel like you're a little bit of a slave to coffee at the moment and you have to have it, maybe we've got to flip that around a little bit. No one needs a coffee, really. 
what we need is good, clean, healthy food and good, clean, healthy drink, water. It's your best friend. So I want you to go away and think about your coffee usage right now. Could you drop it? Could you get rid of it? Have a think about it because I promise you it'll help you on your weight loss journey. Can't wait to chat with you tomorrow.